time for the Any Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon And this is In The Conversation, The Podcast Yes, yes, we back uh, Muhammad is out uh, He will be back soon But in the meantime and in between time we got our arts and leisure correspondent in the building. Y'all already know him from the Mundane Festival. Give it up. Chris Lamberth. Chris, what's Thanks good? Hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. Always a pleasure to join you. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm in this lo-fi setting, uh, I'm happy to be here. It's all good. It's all good. The fire is cool. The fire is cool. It's not low. It's decent fire. You know what I mean? But I'm glad that you are here. You know what I mean? And we're going to chop it up, you know, and, and see what's what. How you been, man? How was your week? Man, the week was pretty good, man. I uh, had a, set some time off from work. I had some, uh, I had a staycation. I actually got to go to Cuts and Slices, which was uh, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was worth, worth the trip. I enjoyed it. I've been trying to go for quite some time and uh, happy that I made it happen. Supporting a black owned business, you know, there you go. There you go. That's what's up. That's what's up. What did you get? I got the uh, sweet chili oxtail mm-hmm. and the curry oxtail. Okay. And oh. I think, I think I like the sweet chili better. You know, surprising with that sweet chili oxtail, I didn't think I was going to like it. I got the regular, what's the brown stew oxtail? I guess that's the traditional. And I got the sweet chili. I wanted to get the curry, but it was sold out. But um, mm. that sweet chili, like, you know, oxtail on pizza is already unconventional. So now we going sweet chili oxtail. It's like, all right, now we get a little crazy. But the shit paid off, and I enjoyed it. So shout out yeah. to... Uh, Cuts and slices. That's good. That's good. And you went to the, you went to the Brooklyn location because you know they opened the Queen spot too. Right. I went to the one in Bed Stuy. Okay. Uh, it was good. It's ve- very avant garde pizza. I would say. Mm, avant garde yeah. pizza. There you go. All right, back. That's what it is. Oxtail on pizza. It's a lot of oxtail. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like. I I support cuts and slices because they're innovators. They've been doing it for a little bit. You know what I mean? They were first through the door on this, you know, this oxtail. Uh, is it reappropriation? I don't know, but I'm starting to feel like oxtail is starting to turn into the flaming hot. Nah, it's like the flaming hot powder of of like like right now. You remember? It's times when it's like. It was flaming hot everything. You know mm. what I'm saying? It was flaming hot all over the place. Before that, if we go way back in the like ingredient on everything shit, there was blue raspberry everything. There's pumpkin wow. spice everything. It's yeah. starting to be a lot of oxtail everywhere. And it's it's odd to me. You know, it's just it's I don't know how I feel all the way about it. I feel like they kinda Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm too conservative. Maybe I'm an oxtail conservative. I, I might identify as an oxtail conservative, 
I appreciate it just in its, in its natural state. And if I want to get a little wild, throw it on the pizza. But some of this other oxtail shit that I'm seeing is just a little, it's going a bridge too far. I can't. What, re- what else are you seeing? I can't reference it in the moment, but it made me feel like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Why is oxtail on everything? I want to say, was it oxtail on some, um, Popcorn. Like a like a patty. Oh, I God. think I seen the. I mean, I definitely seen the oxtail patty. I uh-huh. seen that. I don't. I'm sure you seen. It. I think the place is called Dats, and yeah. it's like you know, it's the beef patty. They bust it open. It's almost like they, you know, they on the Aki way. You know what I mean? But they bust the <laughs> shit open, and then they put some oxtail on there, and then they put the um, they put some macaroni and cheese, and then I think they put a little bit of oxtail gravy, and then they put the shit. Put the patty back on. It looked interesting. I'm not going to lie. Some right. of this shit does look interesting, but, you know, I've seen Oxtail put on other shit that I just can't remember right now. I've even seen, and I said it to you, but I've seen a white woman, uh, a white woman prepare <laughs> Oxtail for her dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you sent that joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. What's going on? Like, I'm not even, I'm not, look, if they live it like that, I, this is a whole other thing. I've been seeing a lot of, like, Dog food has been super elevated now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like dog food ain't what it used to be. I, it's not. It's not just kibbles and bits no more. It's like real shit. It's like Blue Apron. These dogs are eating very well. <laughs> dogs are eating good as shit. Like I'm seeing they, they take better a, than me. They yes, and that's the that's what motherfuckers don't want to say, but they are saying it in these comments because it's the truth. You know yeah. what I mean? These dogs are eating. Quite well, they're getting their food out of the fucking refrigerator now. Their food is refrigerated, and cats too. I've been yeah. seeing that too. Like these, um, you know, I, I look. I, I'm not gonna hate on nobody's pet, you know. But I just, I have seen some different shit going on, and I seen this person put her little. That she had like a little, a little, um, a little tiny little Dutch oven. That fit just one oxtail bone, like one little oxtail. <laughs> yeah, and she braised it with some chicken stock or whatever, and some carrots, and I don't know, some potatoes. But the shit was quite hearty. Some cauliflower, and some rice, and mm-hmm. the, and the dog had the nerve. The dog fucked it up, but the dog didn't look happy enough. The dog no. looked like it was just a regular, like it was Wednesday's meal. Like, that dog seemed too normalized to eating this type of... It's not even dog food no more. This shit is cuisine. This dog eats cuisine. That's not dog food. Dog food has a bit of a stigma attached to it. If you're not a dog, you would be offended. But now, these do- dogs don't even fuck with dog food no more. Leave that for the heroin addicts. But um, <laughs> that is what it is, man. So, yeah, so you had your oxtail. Finally got to uh, cuts and slices. Shout out to to cuts and slices. That's good. That's good. I pulled up, beloved. There as they go. say, there it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Speaking of um, uh, so you said that you said you had a staycation, a little staycation. Yeah, I just I had a, a few days off uh, okay. from the day job and just like kind of just kind of chilled and watched some movies and uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I, 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 I recommend the staycation for for everybody. What you do? Would you say some movies? Were you left the house and watch movies, or you were in the house watching movies? Oh, I left. I left. I I, I saw I saw the Equalizer three. Okay. Uh, or or as I call it, the three Equalizer. Mm, uh, nice. The the joint with uh, I saw Bottoms, the movie with uh, 
Io. Uh, Io and Rachel. Uh, that was good. It was. It was like. It was almost like I've seen it before, but at the same time, I've never seen anything like it before. As far as a comedy that's taken like really big swings and okay. being, yeah, I, I really did. I enjoyed it. Like, part of me, like while I was watching, I was like, "What am I watching? Mm. I can't believe you know." It's like, "What is this? Like, what's the end game?" It was, it was, it was fun. It was fun. That's good to hear that you know some big swing comedy because it's always, you know, like. I think when you see that, when then somebody pushes some shit to the limit, it it's mm-hmm. like it's refreshing. It kind of resets yeah. the game a little bit too. Now, would you say? Because it seems like it's a all woman cast, right? Pretty much. I mean, Marshawn Lynch is like when I, I well, saw don't, a don't critic. Spoil, don't spoil it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead go well, ahead. he's in the he's in the previews. Oh, okay. Marsh, Marshawn Lynch was in it, and uh, a critic was comparing his character to Tina Fey's character in Mean Girls. Oh, and I wow. was like, I was like, ah, I was like, I, I see where they're going with that. Like the only one of the like the adult presence in the movie, but Mean it's it's like Bottoms was kind of grounded in reality, but not. Okay. It was a, it was a little more. It was way more abs, absurd than Mean Girls. Um, um was both, it both both go ahead. go ahead no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say both both i really i liked them both but uh bottoms is just uh a way more out there than than mean girls was is it out there like because i think out there i was gonna say is it where is it um not rank but where does it sit alongside something like bridesmaids uh bridesmaids is 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 another joint that's kind of it's 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 got these wacky and silly moments Mm -hmm. but that one too is grounded in reality as funny and as wacky as it is Mm -hmm. there's still it's still anchored by that that uh by that story of of the what's what's her name oh my god that's so bad of me that's really not. No, I can't think. It is what's, what it is. What's, what's Shorty's name? I have no clue. Who are you talking about? Rachel, somebody? Nah, uh, I'm thinking of um, the the lead in Bridesmaids. Uh, wow. Uh, I'm looking it up, but that's bad that I. That's all right, man. You'll get Kristen to Wiig. There you go. Kristen Wiig. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Kristen yeah. Wiig. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. Shout out to her and her family. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's, but it's a, you know, it's a good movie. I, I rock with it. it. It's like the the joint with uh, 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 Katniss Everdeen, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, No Hard Feelings. Like that's that's one that okay. that's that's funny. Like a like they, I see them low key coming back with these comedies that. Mm-hmm. That are a little bit a little raunchy and mm-hmm. trying to push boundaries again, which is refreshing to see because it's it's almost like people have uh, people have just kind of backed off of doing them, right? And it's like you know it's just like you can't say these things anymore. Some of some things you can't, but if you but that's why they get paid the big bucks. It's like it's skill, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why people were folks are on strike. You know, like there's a skill attached to what we do you know what i'm saying what we write how we perform it the way you know what we do uh not your everyday person can't do that so that's why it takes skill yeah i hear that that's what's up yeah 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 and i heard the equalizer part three was good i heard it um 
without spoiling it. But I heard that because uh, I haven't seen it yet. I'm about to. I'm trying to go see both of those things. But I heard that the Equalizer yeah. Three is like a friend of mine was saying they kind of almost kind of getting their John Wick on as far as the level of gruesome violence. What you it's, think? It's definitely video. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite, my favorite genre of this type of movie, action movie, is old dudes. Mm-hmm. kicking people's ass mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it kind of you know it kind of took hold for me with this film called uh harry brown that uh starred michael kane mm. and that was that was like what was that 2000 2009 it came out and he's like a, a old like a, a a widowed former royal marine is in this town and he's like they're terrorizing his neighborhood in South London and he takes matters into his own hands. Mm. So it's like one of those and like Denzel, like he's like 66 and he's just like, you know, like nobody likes a bully. He, he, he's, he's in this town in Italy and you know, there's, it's, it's really, I really liked it. I was locked in the whole time. Like you don't have, you don't have to see it in IMAX, but if you could see it in Dolby, uh, it's, it's good. I would say, I'm a big Dolby. Uh, Why is fan. that? Is it just because it was? What's the reason for Dolby in your mind? The sound, the picture, the seats. So the if picture is embassy, different. The picture is different. Yeah. In Dolby. Okay, yeah. I thought it was just the sound. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, oh, I got it's you. It's good. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So it's fun. Okay, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's a good genre. Uh, mm. Harry Brown. I'm gonna check that out. I'm like, I never seen that before. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it's one of the things I miss from like I, I'm gonna get very what is it? Oh, Andy, is it Andy Rooney? Who used yeah, to be on isn't 60 it a little minutes? curmudgeonly. Go ahead, speak to it. Yeah, this was this is one of the things I miss about Blockbuster, the brick and mortar stores, us not having them anymore. And it happened around this time where, you know, like you, you could go in the store and you had a guy mm-hmm. like, oh, I know you rented this movie the other, the last time. You might be into this, and you have a conversation like oh i saw that or you like this actress she did this little art house thing a couple years ago you might be in and it's it's quite a few dvds that i have from blockbuster because of my guy that that hooked me up that put me on the stuff so it's a gene pick yeah <laughs> yeah remember that so it's a gene pick what's that from that's a seinfeld reference but go ahead go ahead, go ahead. oh that's okay what, i didn't yeah, I, that's I, all I good. Watched, i'm sorry that's all know. good you say, but, um, but it's, but yeah, I, I, that's what I miss. But you find them other ways, talking to friends and yeah, online and stuff like that. But I, I still miss the personal interaction that you have with an actual human being. You know, that's interesting because I want to bring that point up a little later when we talk about something else. But I think sure. that um, the curator or the referral person, like you said, mm-hmm. your guy or your girl, whomever's going to put you on. Uh, that I believe is still around, but it's in a different form. You know what I mean? Right. And right. and yeah, we're gonna get into that in a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah. actually, go oh, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, so Sunday, I went to get my car washed, which I paid way too much money to get my car washed, and it didn't look like they did that much. Uh, but I went to a, I went to see this other movie this art house movie in Montclair 
And I had just struck up th- this conversation with this one woman in the, in, at the movie theater. And <laughs> we talked for like 20 minutes after the movie. And mm. it's like, that's, that's kind of rare. Like, it's just like, you know, it, it was, it was good. And she put me on to some other movies that I added to my letterbox uh, app. And I just, Oh, I'll check these out. Check these out. It's a good you know, thing you so had was, your car washed. You know what I mean? Sound like that was a little, you know what I mean? Little, little well, reaction. She was, yeah. she was uh, seventy. She was seventy. Hey, look. Yeah. It, look, it still works. Still works. A shiny whip. <laughs> Shit works <laughs> to did, everybody. She yeah. Did, she didn't see. Look, she hey see man, it? she didn't even see. She didn't even see the whip. This was just in the theater, man. Oh you shit! Know? You came I, in. With, I, you came in I with that energy. Game. Came in yeah, with I that the energy. Fresh car wash energy, but that's cool. Yeah. So, how did y'all even get into this twenty-minute conversation? Y'all walking up the aisle and somebody said yes. something to the other. What happened? So you know how sometimes I don't know like how people. I don't know how, if you cross have this in your life where you interact or connect with people if they do it with you. Or sometimes I try to just if I see somebody, I just nod and say hello. She just happened to come in and I just, and she sat down in front of me in the row in front and I just mm-hmm. nodded my head saying, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was maybe about six or seven of us, of us in the theater. And after the movie was done and she got up and said, oh, so what'd you think? And she started going off, like not like in an angry way, but she was just very vocal and mm-hmm. we started talking. And so I, so we started in the theater, then we walked out, then we walked outside in the front of the, um, we were in the lobby, then we just went outside. So we probably talked for like 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah, she was nice. She was a sweetheart. What, what were her takes? Did she have good takes? Did she she the- did. Yeah, she she was telling me stuff about at what she thought about the end, like the last shot of the movie. She's like, there's this movie that I, that I saw called Passages, mm-hmm. which is a French film about this this gay couple whose lives has been have been interrupted when the one of the guys in the cup and the married they're married and one of the guys hooks up with a woman mm. and so it's like a love triangle and uh just the way that one the main character acted he was kind of a uh, not to really give anything he was just kind of a douche and at the end he was not a very good person but at the end of the movie there was this shot that she said, oh, and I think this, this, and this about this shot, and this happened, and I was like, yeah, I think you're right. Mm. Like, you know, just coming to her own conclusions, like, I was like, yeah, you're you're right about that. And she's like, yeah, I liked, I liked him in this other movie. You ought to check this one out. And okay. I pulled out my phone. I was like, oh, okay, shoot, let's do it, you know? And then, uh, yeah, so, so that was that was a nice, a nice, pleasant interaction in, in the outside, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I like those. I, I always, uh, I try to make my, leave myself open for interactions like that. A brush with humanity. Yeah. 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 That's a good, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. It's good when you realize you're not alone out here, you know? We yeah. Cause it, it's so cold, dude. The world is just so fucking cold. And then after, you know, COVID's one thing, but it's just, it's just really, shitty out there i mean we 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 try to we do our thing to our 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 uh due diligence to make those people laugh and to forget about some of the bullshit but it yeah. could be really fucked up out there yeah because even that's a one-way conversation 
You know, it is. You know it what is. I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could say we do it all apart, but it's still like a more of a, a monologue than a dialogue. But I feel you. It's oh yeah, to... but I, I think it's a no. I think it's. I think it's a noble task. It's a noble thing yeah, that we we've it. done. Not not to trust. We are the the elite of the world, but it's just like it's just. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying yeah. as far as service goes. If you want to look at it mm-hmm. like that, but yes, I'm talking about, it is a, yeah. I'm talking about engagement and having a conversation, like you said, with you sure. and what's your, what's what's homegirl's name? What was her name? You remember? Oh God, I'd have to look it up. Geraldine. She... <laughs> no, she's a nice, a nice, uh, uh, a nice Jewish lady. Well, okay, all right, that's what it is. That's what's up. You got a number. Yeah. No, she friended me on Facebook and she said she was gonna she wanted to come to a show sometime. All right, that's what it is. That's good. Yeah, so that's what's up. Yeah, man, it's good when you have a real conversation with people because you know, like I said, we living in the you know, the screen era. You know, it's right. a lot of it's a lot of uh, uh shit is real detached. It could be real yes. detached, and you could realize, damn, I ain't really talked to nobody face-to-face in a week. You know what I mean? Right. Like, working from home and all of this other shit. Like, just to have yeah. that moment, especially somebody that's just random as fuck, you know, it's yeah, kind of it, cool. Right. Yeah, it's cool, it's cool. It's her cool. name. Her name's Bonnie. Shout out to Bonnie. Shout out to Bonnie. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, that's what it is. Um, On that on that to that point i had a moment where i had to go speak to some people myself you know uh you know as as many of the listeners know i've been on a journey everybody's on a journey whether it's a natural hair journey or skincare journey or self i've been on a journey to learn how to make curry chicken you know everyone knows that's right and the shit is kind of high something's gonna left so, you know, I've asked people, I've exhausted many YouTube videos, and for whatever reason, shit don't really seem to really click like I wanted it to. And um, there's a spot out in um, the Bronx that I've been fucking with going to get uh, some ch- curry chicken from. And I've been going right. there every so often. And the, and the curry chicken is, is, is solid. It's consistent. And I was like, yo... I want to learn how to make this shit. What is going on? Because I still, like, it's still, like, I don't know. It's like an obsession. I got to figure this shit out. I got to crack this code. This is some shit that's, like, really, I'm really, like, like, it has to happen. Because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, when I hear people say what the deal is or I'm watching these little things, it's like everything, it seems like I'm doing everything. So I was like, uh. I said, yo, next time I go to this spot, I'm about to ask, I'm about to ask, yo, I'm about to talk to the chef at the spot, you know, which already feels like, first off, it's an odd request and it might even be, you know what I mean? It might be a little bit of, a little intrusive, a little step too far. It's like asking Colonel Sanders for the 11 herbs and spices, you know what I'm saying? But I said, fuck it, man, I'm going to just have to put myself out there. You know what I mean? We just go, it's going to get weird. If they shit, if they say no, let it be no. But I want it, I want to, you know what I mean? I want to see what's what, you know? Low-key felt like a bit of an interloper, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, man, fuck it. There was also the desire to make some content out of it. Ultimately, ideally, that would have been dope too. But everything don't need to be content, even though I think it would have been some dope content. 
But uh, I go to the spot and um, I uh, I pull up. I'm going to get me some some chicken, some curry chicken. And I say to the lady, I say, "Yo, who?" I say, "Um, I say, yo, who cooks the curry chicken here?" And she was like, uh, "The chef." You know what I mean? I said, "Um, I said, is the you know whoever?" I said, "Who cooks this curry chicken?" She was like, "Well, what's up?" I was like, "Yo, I've been trying to figure out how to cook curry chicken for a while now." been a couple years and i'm trying and i'm failing something's going on something is not getting there and she's like really i said yeah i don't know i mean uh who who cooks here it was like oh the chef but he's not here today whatever whatever i was like damn do you think somebody could kind of show me or talk to me you know what i mean help me with this i'd be what look i'd even be willing to, to pay you know what i'm saying like i you know mm-hmm. and uh she kind of like laughed a little bit. She was like, well, he's not here today. Uh, the guy's Mr. White, Trevor White. That's my man's name. Shout out to Trevor White. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, um, he'll be here tomorrow between 12 and 3. Uh, if you want to come back through, come back through. I said, I bet. I forgot to get my homegirl's name. But I, later on, I realized her name was on the receipt. But anyway, um, I forgot to get her name. So I came back next day, like around 1230, thirsty. You know what I mean? And at first I was like, fuck, you know, like, oh shit, it's going, I'm, this might be the lunch rush. I hope shit ain't too crazy. And then, you know what I mean? Might not be able to holler at me, but unfortunately it wasn't. It was chill. I went in there, two new women there. Not my, 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 not my connect. So now I gotta, <laughs> I gotta re-ask. I gotta re-ask. I gotta ask some guy. I'm like, hey, listen, how you doing? Is the chef here? Is Mr. White here? She was like, who are you and where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn, yeah, cold. Like you said, it's cold. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Something's yeah. over. I was like, defense, I was like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm Damien and I'm from right in front of you. She laughed a little bit. We broke the ice a little bit. I told her, you know what I'm saying? I said, look, um, I was talking to somebody yesterday and I told them I'm looking to learn how to make curry chicken. And uh she was she said, yo, come back tomorrow. The chef Trevor might, you know, chop it up with me or whatever. And she looking at me like, what, nigga? <laughs> like, kind of in her face, but not audibly, but the faces. And she say, yeah, tell sure. her. <laughs> tell her. Points to another girl. And, like, I got to go tell this other woman. But the, they both standing there. So it's almost like, tell her so I can see her react to the same shit that I'm looking like. So I go over there. I said, look, I know this is an odd request. But I came here yesterday. Trying to learn how to make curry chicken. Da, 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 da. I like the chicken hair. It's good. You know, something is, I'm, I guess I'm missing something at some point. And they told me I could come through and speak to Trevor. And he'd probably be open to, you know, chopping it up with me. She was like, all right, hold on. So she go in the back. And she in the back for a couple minutes or whatever. And, you know, it's deliberation time. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. really feeling like the outsider. And then uh, she'd come back out. She was like, all right, he'll be out in a couple minutes. I said, all right, back. So, mind you, I'm all double parked, too. That's that's even more drama oh, to the whole oh, shit. I'm God. double parked. But I feel like it's one of them blocks where, like, they respect the double park. You know what I mean? Like, they might even give you, you know what I mean? Because it's, you know, it's an establishment. They, Dude, you know, I just wish I had the temerity to, to ask do this, that. The, the, to double the park? Or the SAT ask. word to do that. To, to double park. Oh, yeah. Nah, sometimes you got to try it. Sometimes you got to try oh, it. I mean, God. you got to be... You gotta be willing to run to your car though, and you gotta you gotta stay on point. You know the double park. The double park is 
like look sorry man. to sidetrack you but that's, that's no 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 come on we all about tangents over here we're all about tangents and we're gonna get right back i know where i'm at um the double park is you know yeah it's one of them things it's one of them things i don't like to do it as much as i used to um but you kind of get a feel for where you could double park at and you gotta know you gotta know your little you know your your um What's the word? You got to know your jog. You know what I mean? You got to trust mm-hmm. in your, you know what I mean? Is it is it joggable? Can you get there before, you know what I'm saying? Before shit get nasty. And you always got to yeah. be peeking out. You always got to be peeping and, you know. So anyway, boom. I'm chilling double parks. So there's a little bit of, you know, there's a little drama to it all. Out comes Mr. White. He come through. There's a little bar in there. And he sits down at the bar with me. Okay, it wasn't exactly what I wanted. But, you know, we sit down. He says, so tell me. How you making your, your curry chicken? And I say, I start telling him my whole shit. Like, I'm going through the spiel. And then he kind of slows me down a couple, gives me some pointers and shit. I say, hey, listen, can I can I record you? So I take my phone out. I'm just audio recording him because I need to, yeah. you know what I mean? And he yeah. dropping some gems. And then he hit me with, he said, yo, he, pretty much everything is about the same. But he was like, you know you need some Maggie all-purpose seasoning. Now, I got some Grace all-purpose seasoning, but I don't even think I've used it with my um, uh-huh. with my curry chicken. I think I, I don't know where I've been using that with. I think I was using that with something else. But uh, he was like, you get some Maggie all-purpose seasoning. He said, I think that could be the, you know, and he went through everything. And it's like my, my biggest things was, am I burning the curry too long? Am I burning too much curry? What type of curry? Does it matter? All of this other shit. And he breaking the shit down. And we kind of aligned on pretty much everything except the all-purpose seasoning. He's like, yo, I think if you try that, it might change things. I say, all right, mm. my dude. I appreciate you. Because he sat there with me for about 10 minutes. You know, I asked all types of questions and shit like that. I got the, you know, I got the recording and all of that. Um, and then I jetted. I went right across the street, caught me some fucking, some Maggie all-purpose seasoning. And then I was hype. I was ready to get to it. And I went home. I mean, I went home, and that weekend I went and, and made some some curry chicken. And I, I will say out. this. I will say this. It's the closest it has ever been. It's not all the way there yet. Not all the way yeah. there. I got to figure out what the fuck it is. And I ain't going to lie. I might double back and holla at Trevor one more time. Right. I know that nigga going to be like, come on, bro. What the fuck is going on? But I might have to double back. But as something... It's something, so we there. But yeah, that was another brush with humanity. Sometimes you gotta. That's what's up, man. You know yeah, what I mean? man. You That's know. a. It's a beautiful thing when you can like just connect with people where you know everybody's got their life, everybody's got their shit. But like when you kind of just like connect with somebody that you didn't when you woke up that morning, you didn't think you was gonna have that conversation. Yeah, no. you know what I'm saying. That's 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 the things that uh. I miss sometimes about about life. Oh, yeah, man. That's here for you. They're out there. These people are out there. People are outside. You know yeah, what I mean? they are. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they're around. They're around. You can have a good yeah, conversation. Yeah, and, and to your to your point, man, um, you know, I gotta I gotta give praise to the parking gods whenever I can. I did it on one podcast. I'm gonna do it on this one. When I went to cuts and slices parking guys were in my favor mm. i was a little nervous about that but it was it was early it was like noon mm-hmm. noon on a thursday mm-hmm. and then i had a, a show uh friday night in you at union hall parking right in front mm. of the venue nice 
I've never experienced that in my life. Uh, In line at um, uh, Cuts and Slices, talked to some guys that were in line. They were from Con Ed on on their lunch break, talking, shooting the shit. It was fun. It was good. It was Uh good to be out with the people. That's good. Cuts and Slices, I said before, that's a black-ass line. That's a black line. A black line is a lot more sociable than other lines. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, black lines. We gonna but you gonna gonna chop it up. We are gonna have some laughs. We gonna engage more often than not. More often yeah. than not, it get a little loose, especially when it's a long ass line, because that's what's gonna break the tension. Everybody gonna, yeah. you know, you know, kind of declare how long the line is and shit, and da 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 da, and then they, you know, they yeah, get into it. But yeah, man, yeah. Because one of the one of those dudes told me about the Datsas, the the yeah, the, what he they said say. He had, he said he ate there and he had one of those things and he said it was really good, but he said it was intense. It's a it's a lot. It look you know low key, <laughs> you know, because that's the that's the reality of the situation. If we be an artist with you, we we could throw chopped cheese in that mix and all of that shit. Yeah, you gotta be careful with all this shit. This shit will kill you. You know what I'm saying? This shit yeah. will kill you. Like if you OD, if this is what you what you sustaining on. You know, break yeah. it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Throw throw some veggies in the mix. Yeah, I don't like I, that. That was like an excursion that I don't really do it that much. I know I talk about like fat boy shit on my podcast sometimes, but that's like once a week. Yeah. Everything else is like a lot of times I'm making stuff at home. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, every now and then you got to try stuff and and uh, you follow it. You can only follow something on Instagram for so long before you actually. Right. Have to try these places to the algorithm wear your ass down. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta submit. You gotta submit. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna check out that Datsis at some point. I ain't gonna lie to you. Only thing is, he holding me back to be totally honest with you is the fact that that line looks crazy, but it does look intriguing. I can't. Yeah, man. I I just I can't do it. There there's this uh, burger place I was telling you about that was started as a pop up and now they have a home, but they're mm-hmm. only in in. In the in that place for three days a week, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when they first before they established the home, the lines were long, and I never went. I just I was in line for like twenty five minutes or so, and I said I'm just gonna go to Shake Shack, mm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it ended up I ended up checking it out a couple times, and it is it's solid. Uh, oh, so you did go? Yeah, this place called Eighty Twenty Smash in uh, okay. like Emerson. New Jersey, they're on they're on Instagram. It's it's pretty solid. They make you a smash burger. Um, it's it's good. That's what it is. That's what's up. Yeah, try to support these local people, man. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Support. Um, yeah. speaking of supporting some local people, they ain't local, but it feels very local when I watch the show. I'm finally caught up on the shy, and oh yeah, I know you watch the shy. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people want us to talk about this. Muhammad does not watch the shy, so this is a good time to really chop it up about this season. What is it, season six of the shy? It's season six, yeah. Yeah, 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 season six of the shy. So funny, I've talked to a couple people, and at least three people, when I tell them, yeah, I'm watching the shy, you know, season six, they're like, that shit's still on? Like, it's a lot of that response, <laughs> which is odd to me. I'm like, yeah, it's still on. It's still this thing. I enjoy it. I'm having fun with it. I do yeah. think it has changed into a, it's uh, morphed into a totally different type of show. 
than yeah. it was before, which I'm not mad at. I appreciate it. I feel like I've grown with the show. I'm investing in these characters. And, um, you know, this season has been pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. I think this is, um, whereas last season, I felt like last season might have been the Emmett season. I think this yeah. season is the Duda season, you know? Yeah, Duda is, uh, I mean, not since maybe Gus Fring have we witnessed uh, a bad guy like this. He is a he is definitely a big bad that his influence is just embedded in the DNA of that of the whole city, or at least the South Side. Yeah. Uh, even and West Side basically because yeah, no. he's got got property out there. So I would I'm gonna just say, frankly, all the whole city. He's and go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Go ahead. I was gonna say somebody's got to take him down, and I think he will go down this season. It's probably gonna be if it's not Emmett, it's probably gonna be his dad, uh, uh, uh Darnell, who's mm. played by Rolando Boyce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Duda, Duda is like Shawtown Social Service. Like, is everybody <laughs> fucking is employed by this dude? Everybody is on payroll yeah. in some capacity or at yeah. least connected to him. He got a big ass umbrella. This shit mm-hmm. is 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 reaching far and wide. And like you said, like he a bad motherfucker. He's a he's yeah. a bad. He's a wild dude. I talked about it a couple episodes. He is uh, he's like controlled chaos. He knows mm-hmm. he knows when to to uh to kind of make a spectacle of yep. uh of violence, you know what I'm saying? Just cuz he knows how that's going to affect the people. Like he he's good for to to show you what he can do, but at the same time, what makes me laugh, especially in this last episode, he'll vacillate from crazed gunmen, you know, who will let that shit mm-hmm. off for just chewing too loud. To just yeah. old like mild mannered, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what's what's what seems to be the problem here? Like at the uh, at the chop yeah. shot when Tiffany and uh, I can't I keep calling my man. I mean, just Iman Shumper. Yeah, just call him Sean. Tiana Taylor's husband. Exactly, okay. Dan. Don't do that. Shout out to you know what I mean. But you know, yeah, whatever his character is on there. But young Shump. Um, but yeah, when they pulled up, he, he pops out. Hey, what what seems to be the problem? Come on, yeah. Duda. Nigga, we know you a killer. Even, you know what I mean? Everybody in this room know what you do. You ain't got to play it like that. But it was kind of interesting. Um, it's going to be good. What I like about the Shah, particularly um, just in general, but I see it a lot in this season. And I'm curious. I'm curious what your thoughts are. What I like, because it's, 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 it's not the easiest thing, for, the, for this show to have so many characters... Yeah. They they distribute the ball well. Everybody get a nice little bit of playing time. You know what I'm saying? Storylines are uh, fairly fleshed out, some to more degree than others. But I don't some that f- don't need it to be, but yeah. maybe yeah, there's that too for sure. And I'm curious to who you who storylines you're talking about. We can get into that. But I got a question for you. It could be overall, it could just be this season. Who is your favorite shy character if you had to pick one? Off the rip, 
is I would have to say Jason Weaver's character, Rashad. One, but mainly because it's Jason Weaver. Like he's he's like low to me, like he's low-key one of the reasons that me and you talking right now, that me and you know each other, because he was one of the people that like inspired me to want to act and to want to be in show business. Cause when he when I was in junior high, he that Jackson's The American Dream came out. He was on Thea. He had a he had an R and B album, so like that's that's like one of my favorite like people in general. So I thought that he kind of brought my favorite scene probably was the joint when him and uh, it was last season uh-huh. with a young brother that stand with pops. Uh, Bakari, the, the, Bakari, uh-huh. when he was about to rob rob the ribs the rib spot. And Jason Weaver, he like, he was like, yo, come on, man. You don't need to do this. And he was like real, you know, because he was an ex-con. And he was like, you don't need to do this. And he talked him down. I just thought that was a really dope scene. Um, so I would say him. Mm-hmm. I say Rashad, but then I like um I like that I really I was talking about this on another show, on my show actually, when uh Darnell stood up to Duda. <laughs> Uh, like maybe like two episodes ago, mm-hmm. probably like two weeks ago. I think episode four when the uh, they had the, the housewarming party where he comes outside, he has the gun that Duda gave to uh, Emmett. And he was like, you know, like, I'm not, he's like, I'm basically just saying, I'm not afraid of you. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care who you are. So that's, so I just, I like that. And it wasn't like, it was just very like laid back, very measured. Like I'm not like I don't I don't care who you are, stay done. Mm, you know. Yeah. So I I like I like those two are my favorites right now. Okay, I hear that. I hear that. That's interesting. Yeah, I like I like Jason Weaver. I don't I like Jason Weaver on the show. I forgot he was in Thea. Yeah, that's right. Damn, that's way back. Thea. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I think for what I was, I think that. Especially this season, this all of the stress. Well, it's interesting. I think his storyline is interesting in the way that he's playing like this real stressed out dude that feels like he's behind in life. Obviously, he was away in jail, in prison for a while. So obviously he was, you know, he was out of civilization. So he couldn't really, you know, he couldn't keep pace with the people that were out living free, you know. But there's this. It's almost like this self-imposed stress, but it seems to be kind of like he's taking it on as if his lady is stressing him out, but they don't really ever show any evidence of that outside right. of her saying, yo, I, you know, smoke outside. You know what I mean? Like, it don't yeah. seem like she's really, you know what I mean? Like, the way he be... She didn't smoke outside. Yeah, the way he be rubbing his head and all of this fucking stressed out shit. And what's killing me even more with that shit, what's my man, uh, let me see, what's my man's name? Um, Vic, Luke James's character. Yeah. That's his man. Now, Vic right. just got fucking elected to Alderman, has a full-on office, Get him a job. Get this nigga a job. your man. He here all the time. Yeah. He's beefing about how he ain't got no job. This is right. your man's. Why can't you just throw him a, a some type of assignment? Put him on payroll. I That is killing me. It's been killing me for that the last couple episodes. I'm like, my man. Yeah. And it's not as though he's not 
open about it. He like, dog, I'm out here fucking drowning. I need some help. And his man is like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do a little freelance therapy. We'll do a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah, give me a job. Give me a give job, me a bro. What the fuck is we doing? Are you out here hiring other motherfuckers? What are you doing? But um, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, he's good on the show. I'm gonna go with if I'm if we just doing this season, or just over well, me doing this season on these past two seasons. It's a I'm fucking with Duda. I'm fucking with Duda. Duda's my favorite character so oh far. He's dynamic. It's just a lot of shit. I mean, it makes it easy this season because everything is kind of circling him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, see this motherfucker or some wild out shit. And then to see him try to, you know, finesse the, you know, the game or whatever. Like they really giving him the heavy playing time. So he's shining oh, yeah. this season. I like uh I like Emmett. Emmett is Emmett's funny. Emmett has some good points. Uh, yeah. Papa. I fuck with mm-hmm. Papa. Papa used to be like the the moral center of the show. You know what I'm saying? But I like yeah. these last couple episodes. Now that he messing with this this older woman, a couple years, like a year or two older than him. But like yeah. just the way that he's he feeling like he grown all of a sudden. Yeah, we about to leave the prom and then, you know, I'm actually go to a house and we're gonna do some grown up shit. <laughs> like fuck is Papa talking about? Yeah, raise yeah. Kids. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. And the kid Bakari is kinda um his uh uh grown on me. You know what I mean? Cause he's starting to he's starting to flesh out. He's starting to get a nice little storyline to him. Yeah. yeah, he's getting he's the conflict with him is is gonna be it's gonna be interesting and I I hope they don't kill Pops, Pops. Papa's daddy. Yeah. Well, he got the green light on him. He got the green yeah. light on and Papa's Papa's Pops is like real, you know, he not he's not cowering. You know what I'm saying? He's no. preaching nothing but subliminals. You know but that's saying? how you know. But that's how you know it's gonna be. Oh shit! Gonna be nasty. Know, I like, thought it was yeah. gonna be in this last one. They had me on edge because they were having so much joy. You know when they yeah. taking the photos, and then it was the moment where it felt like it was the farewell tour for Papa's pops when he was. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was pa- yeah. he was fathering Papa and Bakari, and they taking mm-hmm. photos together and all of this other shit. I was like, oh, they about to pop him as soon as he they get to, to the prom. And they, yeah. they saved them for at least another episode. We'll see what's what. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's cool. Do you, Go ahead. Do you think Duda's going to get taken out this season? I I don't know. I mean, I, pro- I wouldn't be surprised. Is this the final season? I don't know, man, because I thought last season was the final season. <laughs> oh, you man. like them people it, in the streets. This just Yeah, but I end. watched, though. I yeah, was watching. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, y'all coming back? Let me see how y'all do it. Yeah. And they, they doing a good job with it, man. It was good to see Jill Marie Jones in the building, too. That was dope. That was a good look. Uh, I also yeah. like Tiffany's character. I just like how just, she just be... She's you know, gonna she, get a nigga killed, yeah, man. She's off the chain. She's wild. <laughs> she's talking too much shit. She's wild. Um, like, oh man, but she's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets killed. I don't know if it's gonna be Emmett or his pops. I think it almost. Go ahead. Rob might do it. Iman Shumper might do it. He might do it. Based or Olin Winfield might do it. Forgot about yeah. you know what I mean? That might come yeah. about, you know? Especially when she was like she was talking to um uh Bianca, Jill Marie Jones. She was like, Yo, you know you still owe me a favor. And it's already understood. And Jill Marie kinda trying to give homie the heads up, like, yo, 
you know, you know, uh, Alicia's out here asking questions. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. just be careful, Blasey Skip. And I didn't realize they own her property already, so she might know something about the property that even Duda don't know. So we'll see. It wouldn't be surprising. It would remind me of, um, it would remind me like the end of uh, New Jack City or the end of the Shaft reboot. Dude, I was just thinking about that shit. Yeah, yeah. New Jack City, old guy kills Nino. Uh One of those moments. One of those moments. We'll see. But it should be interesting. Uh, I hope Darnell don't get killed, though. He was, I don't want him to get killed either, man. Yeah. It's like, cause it's so like, cause you, he's one of those dudes that had an evolution on the show uh-huh. where he's like, oh, he's just kind of a piece of shit, doesn't care. But he's like, oh, he's actually trying to, trying to like change or trying to step up. He right. married, you know, married his woman finally. And then, you know, he's looking after his son. And, you know, so it's like, it's usually in those moments when those, those characters get dealt with, they meet their demise. So, I hope they go against the grain and and not you know, not kill him. Yeah, a little blood on the Bluetooth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah hopefully, hopefully that blood don't, on the Bluetooth. Hopefully that don't happen. Uh, yeah, man. So yeah, it's been good so far. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Let us know who your favorite uh shy character is in the comments. Hit us up. Let us know who you fuck with. Who's been holding it down? Uh, speaking of Chicago, I know you don't watch White Power. You don't watch it's it. not that I don't watch it. I just haven't seen see this season yet. Are they two episodes in? Nah, I think one? it's just one episode so far. My, okay. Yeah, I think it's just one episode. But uh, I ain't going to get all the way into it. But what I did, Pete, was, uh, and I guess it's a Chicago thing because I've seen Darnell, you know, on Southside. And I guess these are like a lot of local Chicago actors because um, I saw, what's my homegirl's name that plays D, um, Miriam, what's her name? What's her name? She plays D on the show. I'm looking her up right now. Yeah, Miriam Hyman. She's on, um, she's on White Power. She's playing like some type of DA. She's D on, on Shaw. She's married to, um, Kev's moms. Kevin, um, Keisha's mom. You know, uh. Oh, Stacey Marks? She plays Stacey Miriam Hyman. Okay. Yeah, 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 she plays um, some type of detective on on uh, Force, and she's in a dress, so it's like a total departure, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then also Nuck, the kid, what's a lot name? of Cortez, a lot something. of great actors. Yeah, yeah, he's on the show too, playing another like goon. You know what I'm saying? Basically the same role on both shows and shit. But uh, yeah, know, I've worked with some of them before. Some of them I know. Oh, that's what's up. If I don't know them, I know of them from my from my time back in Chicago. Mm. Um, Anthony Fleming that plays is that his brother that plays Tommy's brother, like his half brother. I don't know. Is the cat that kind of reminds you a little bit it's, of Andre Royo? Oh yeah, yeah that that guy. Okay, uh, she plays J.P. Gibbs. I know him. I don't know. I'm not friendly with him, but I know of him. Oh, okay. Like he was, he was around when I was around. Okay. But, but, but. Yeah. And the guy, and the guy, that, and actually the guy that plays, um, ooh, that plays Papa's dad. I know of him too. Uh, Liliana, Audrey Esparza. I know a couple of them. Right. It's a lot of real dope actors in, in Chicago. So it's, it's, I'm glad to see them like working, you know? 
getting some shine out there. Yeah, like, yeah, like they like they should be. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, now nah, it's um, what you call it, uh, Force Episode One. It's alright, you know. It's alright. It's it's like I'm so far. And I try to stick it out. I watch all of the the low power universe. It's probably oh, my least favorite of all of them. You know what I Same. mean? But um, you know, they still trying to figure out shit with that little goofy drug, the Dahlia. Because I forgot all about <laughs> that. That's the drug. When everybody take it, they just spaz out. They Mitch McConnell for a second. Like they just, they, you know what I mean? <laughs> they don't know what the fuck to do. Um, Tommy, you know, it starts off. Tommy wants revenge. He's going on a rampage. He's going crazy, violent. You know. Uh, I told you, D from the shots there. Um, Nuck is in that shit. Uh, what I do like it's some. It's a lot of it's a lot of drinking in White Power. It's a whole lot of drinking. Yeah. Everybody got a nice, a uh, real fancy decanter with some type of whiskey in it. Like it, you know what I mean. It make me want a nice decanter. I got a decanter at the crib, but the thing about a decanter that I realize that a lot of people don't speak on is you fuck around and forget what whiskey you got in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like, yo, what am I sipping? Is this is this Uncle Nearest or is this Hudson? What is this shit? Because I want which Uncle. Let me ask you this now. Yeah. Since we you mentioned which Uncle Nearest is your go-to? I only went to one Uncle Nearest so far. It was 46. I don't know which one it is. Again, it's in the decanter, so I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you which one it is. But I'm be honest with you, I I wasn't impressed. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Go ahead. I had some for New Year's. Uh-huh. I was doing a show in, in, in Virginia. Oh, my God. Sorry. Somebody's drilling something. Um, but anyway, I had they they gave me a couple shots and I was that was uh, I was pretty nice. You had you nice. That. Had you faded? Not faded, but I was pretty nice. There. I was like, whoa, this is strong. OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It's not it's not my favorite whiskey. But it's cool. I definitely bought it to support the, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, of course, of course. The cause or whatever, but yeah, it was all right. Um, Yeah, so. Everybody's drinking on the show. Everybody's drinking on the show. It's a lot of of, of whiskey glasses and and toasts and all of that shit. Uh, I'm mad they killed my girl, Gloria. That's kind of what pissed me off about that. Gloria was the one that worked at the bar? Yeah. Yeah, that that was kind of. Yeah, it was fucked up, but yeah, they got rid of her. And then Yeah, they killed the black woman. And I don't want to spoil nothing else, but um Claudia is cold blooded, you know. I, I Oh sure. Yeah, Claudia is very cold blooded. You'll see when you watch it. I'm gonna be honest. All right. Go ahead. No, I said, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on it because yeah. I, I just saw after you had hit me uh-huh. about doing it today, I was I saw that it, I can get like a three months for three bucks. Oh yeah, they like good that. for that. Three stars and stars will work with your budget. Stars yeah. is like, look, well, what you got? All right, come on, nigga, go ahead, go ahead, nigga, turn it on. You know, you you know, you want this power. Yeah, they come know on. that's you all want. you coming for. Yeah, cop and go. Yeah. Come on now. Um, yep. so yeah, that's that. Uh, shit. Before we get out of here, I guess we should talk about. We got a couple things. Well, I want to talk about this. Um, this article that came out mm-hmm. over the weekend, or well, not over the weekend, but last week. I've been forwarding this shit to everybody like a mixtape. Uh, it's an article that came out. It's titled, uh, the title is, uh, 50 years later, is there anything left of hip hop? Which is a very, it's on the defector, which is a very, uh, a dramatic 
a dramatic title for an article. It's written by a yeah. guy named Jason England, who I don't know anything about. I haven't really researched him uh, beyond this. It's uh, a lot of engagement. I haven't even looked at the comments on the shit. But I read the um, I read the article. It's been been well discussed. I've, obviously, I've been sending it out to certain people, and then uh, friends of mine putting me on is like it's definitely been discussed in the uh, hip hop journalism community. You know, there's a lot of or not a lot, but there's a couple uh, prominent hip hop journalists that kind of feel as though it's a flimsy take or a little bit of a kind of a well-worn take the whole hip-hop is dead take or whatever like that's at least what they've pulled from it and then there's other journalists that kind of feel like that cat is making some points um i i thought i'm on that side of i felt like the cat was making some points but i know we were talking prior to turning on the mics and i know you kind of have a, a different take on it so i'm curious as to What's your reaction to the to the article? And we'll discuss it a little bit. I thought it was a little too dramatic where it's like like hip hop is. I think there's still things left in hip hop. I think it's I think it's thriving. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still I can listen to newer artists and get enjoyment out of it. I think we we always talk about this every time we talk like it's like I, I really love I went to see Sky Zoo do his his uh, from the mind of a saint album at uh, Mercury Lounge. It was fucking amazing. It right. was great. I like the new Killer Mike album. I like uh, one of my favorite MCs, Blue, had a project that got released last week. So I'm finding like uh, amongst all the the older stuff that I listen to. And I'm really liking what's going on now. I don't know everything about these young guys, but that music's not made for me. Mm -hmm. The stuff that's made for me is the stuff that I can go back and listen to on a playlist and have a good time. And I'm, but I'm not going to shit on the whole genre just because, uh, just because they're not doing what I, I I don't know, want them to do. And then, and then just the fact that he was, I know he was talking about Torre uh, on the um, on the when when he said, "Oh, he's from Massachusetts. What does he know about hip hop?" Mm. Like, well, he has ears, mm. so I don't I don't know. And he he just because you don't agree with his take, Torre had Bomani Jones and Michael Smith on the on the show where they disagreed. They kind of ganged up on him mm -hmm. with some of the with some of the takes when it came to. You know, like is Andre better than Jay Z or what, whatever the conversation was? I I just think it's easy to be very um, to be pessimistic about it and to talk about you know what Ice Cube. I mean, we've talked about Ice Cube a little bit. What what his take is on certain things and the guy the, and the stuff that he wrote when he was younger, just the stuff he was talking about Ice Cube and I don't know if he mentioned Killer Mike, but just that they're not doing the he's not going to be the same guy that he was uh, at 50 than he was when he was in his early twenties. Right. So I think when you get older, you, you can become more conservative and we just haven't seen that with hip hop because it's still relatively young. Hip hop's not even a senior citizen yet. Right. It's been with me since I was born. I like the point that, um, that Bomani and, and Michael Smith made on the, on Toure's podcast where they said, like, when I was born, 
you know, it was it was here. It was just in my life. So it's you may not have that monumental moment where where were you when you first like that brown sugar moment? Like mm-hmm. where were you when you first fell in love with hip hop? Right. You know, like I th- I think you know for me it was probably I was maybe in junior high or maybe like ten or eleven or twelve. I don't know, but I, I just don't like the pessimism hmm. of 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 that that kind of permeated through the article. Mm. And then the critique Toure, there's things that Toure said that weren't about hip hop is one of the reasons I don't listen to him as much. I don't always agree with him, but if you have ears and he grew up, he's a part of the culture. He, I mean, you know, he's participated in it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to agree with all of his takes, but why can't he talk about it? He can't talk about it because he's from suburban mass. Mm. And just because you're from New York, you can talk about it. Mm. This guy's edu- Jason England's educated too. Yeah, 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 I didn't. You know, it's so funny. I didn't even realize that's who he was talking about until you just said that. Like, I didn't even. I, I, it went over my head. Like, I seen that he was talking about somebody. Obviously, he ain't you know say the person's name, so it was a subliminal, yeah. which is right. I guess very hip hop in itself. But um, yeah. look, I wasn't mad at the article. This is my thing. I wasn't mad at the article because I like look. And I, I think I've been saying it over the last few episodes as we were approaching this hip-hop 50, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's been, you know, it's, a, the, it's the commodification of hip-hop, right? Yeah. And hip-hop's 50 years old. And hip-hop is, I think, still the leading music genre. I could be wrong. But for a while, it was. I think it started around, like, 97. Maybe it's turned the corner. But for a while, you know, it became the leading selling music genre. You know, and I was... I remember back in the day when you used to have to listen... You used to have to listen to Red Alert from, like, 8 to 10 on mm. Friday and Saturday just to get your fix. Like, and that right. was it. You might, maybe they might play one so, but honestly, it was really from Friday to Saturday, 8 to 10 for two hours, Red Alert would spin, and he would play all of the rap that you wanted to hear. You know what I'm saying? And you, I'd be at that bitch taping the shit and hoping he ain't talk mm-hmm. too much over the song. And then, you know what I mean? <laughs> Later on, yeah. I realized he would kind of play the same set for a month. So then I was like, oh, okay, bet. I ain't got to be so frantic. I ain't got to treat it like double parking. But I remember right. when it was the scarcity of the shit, when it was something right. that you had to seek and find. And it was it was electric because it was like a subculture for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody didn't know. Everybody wasn't up on rap. And the people that were up on rap, that was some shit like that was a, that was some shit that you like bonded on. Oh, you listen to, you listen to rap? You know what I mean? Yeah. Before even the hip hop yeah. of it all. You listen to rap. Oh shit, who you listen to? This is back when I used to joke, but you could damn near name every rapper in the game. Now right. it's different. It's a million motherfucking rappers. Everybody out here rapping, they selling fucking toothpaste and fucking mm-hmm. board games and flights and you know what I mean? Whatever, it, whatever yeah. there is to sell, they using hip hop to sell it. You go through you go to fucking Whole Foods and they playing rap in the damn over the the speakers and shit like that. So it's everywhere. And I think that's what he was saying more. So like it went from like outside of culture to it's, it's been assimilated. 
You know what I mean? But that's and everything. Absolutely. That's well, hold on, let me finish my point. That's America. Yeah, that's the. I mean, and that's the that's the reality of capitalism. You know, to yeah. go from being on the outskirts to being the leading genre, of course, it's going to come at a cost. And I think that's what he said. He said he said hip hop assimilated, and that always comes at a cost. That's basically what he's saying. And he was pointing out the shit that is different. Like, and it was ill. One line that I thought was crazy because I. I felt it, but I didn't. I didn't put it in the same words in that moment. But when I saw that little video of um, KRS One freestyling in front of um, Eric Adams, it just felt a little cringy. You know what I'm saying? Just oh, a yeah. couple things, yeah. and then he was like, you know, the writer of Black Cop freestyling to a black cop. I was like, ah, damn, that was kind of hard. I ain't gonna lie. I yeah. like that. I like Rich Dad Poor Dad rap. There's a couple lines yeah. in there. I was like, okay. Um, so, but I didn't feel as though he was saying that hip hop is dead. I didn't get that. He even said, he even said, he pointedly said that that hip hop is dead narrative is pretty much played out. I forget exactly where he said it, but he said that like every, you know, a lot of people have been saying that shit. Like when did that Nas album come out? Was that 04 or 05? I don't know. We have to look it up. You can look it up. I'll look it up. But, um. But you know, I I thought it was some valid critique of what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't think that, and I think that I don't even want to say it was ill time. This, I mean, it was is at the moment where everybody else talking about hip hop. Hip hop's fifty years old. Like everybody from fucking Chuck Schumer to Kathy Hochul, everybody got hip hop on their tongue. You know what I'm saying? So it's like let's take a moment and let's look at. What is going on here? Not to say that this shit still ain't vital and it ain't something that should be celebrated or something that should be engaged with. I do feel like back to what we was talking about with the um, you talk about the bread, you know, the um, brick and mortar blockbusters, the gene picks. I do mm-hmm. feel like um, and I don't, I don't want to say this cat, but I do feel like, and I've been very much deliberate and diligent about this as i've aged that i watch how i remark on rap music particularly you know what i'm saying i do realize one it's it's multi-generational now so i I sometimes i often say it's not for me but it ain't all for me at one point it felt like it was all for me now it's segmented. There's stuff that's for young motherfuckers. There's stuff that's for, you know what I mean? People in their 20s. There's stuff for this stuff that is maybe for me, but it is very much about, you know, staying on point, maybe having some people that you talk to about rap that could put you on the shit. Because I always felt like that was the beauty of rap ever since the beginning. People putting you on to some shit. You, you heard such and such? Nah, oh, nigga, let me put you on. That was like one of the best things ever. We'll put you on. Oh, yo, ain't, I got to put them on to this. Da, 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 da. And it's like now, maybe it's not always a conversation. Maybe it's somebody that you follow. Maybe it's, um, you know, some, some. I mean, if you want to deal with playlisting, it's that. Or maybe it's, your, you know, you got a friend that's a D. Like, it, you have to kind of make an effort, you know? It's funny as, as as uh what's the word as for sake of a better word as expansive as rap has gotten in its 50 years i do feel like you have to make more of an effort to to wade through it to find what you appreciate about it to mine through filter through that shit it's still 
good shit out there. I'll never argue against that. But yeah, you might have to make the effort to discover the new fly shit that you fuck with or the new shit that, you know, like it's all types of shit. I was listening to, um, I just had a conversation with my peoples in the group chat and, you know, was talking about Sauce Walker. You know what I'm saying? Who's somebody's cat out of Texas who I've been hearing his name, but I hadn't really gotten to him. And then I heard him on the Rap Radar podcast. And I know he does shit with Griselda, so a homie of mine. He was um he was saying, oh, niggas ain't put y'all ain't tell me about this. And he started sharing shit. And then on the other spectrum of that, you know, my homie, one of my homies put me on to um Babyface Ray out of Detroit. So I was listening to that and then, you know, even like a conversation about this kid, Lil Tyler. You know what I'm saying? Like there's rappers all over and it's you know, just pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a fucking, you know, it's like one of them little, you know, what do they call them shits? The little the little, uh, the cold bar, the hot bar at Wegmans and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, go get you some lemon pepper to go get you a little bit of mozzarella sticks and then maybe go over here and grab you some of that shit. It's just like, go see what's what. And the beauty is, you know, you don't even got to pay much to invest in this shit now. And I think that's right. also a thing that's kind of affected it because I don't, I don't know if people sit with shit as much as they once used to because the cost of admission is a lot lower. But at the same time, you have way more uh, access to damn near everything that's out there. So it's it's not for it's not that it's scarce anymore. It's just that you got to really go out there and find that shit. But I wasn't mad at you know I wasn't mad at the um the bit of the the analogy or whatever the midlife crisis or whatever. It's fifty years old. You know, it's not the hot new genre. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, is what it is. I think you're. I look at it the same way as you as far as like it's not all, it's not all for me it's young man's game uh, the stuff somebody young makes something and I like it I'm going to listen to it it's not I I just my goal is to never be the old guy that's like hey, they don't make it like they used to and yeah. that's just just a stick in that that realm because there are there's stuff that I add to my playlist all the time with with new new guys and and stuff like that but my my thing is it's just it's easy to, to I mean, because shit, it's America. Rock and roll used to be, oh my god, I can't believe, you know, that used right. to be a, a thing. And they use that to sell chicken or toothpaste or whatever it may be. So it's just kind of, we're going through some of the same growing pains that other genres are going to through, but that doesn't mean that, you know, that it's not... It's just I, I don't I just didn't like the tone. I just got a visceral feeling from it. Just like mm. it's like all right, buddy. You know, just like he posted a link to the uh, what is the math Hoffa, the guy that was mm-hmm. there fighting about Tupac and all that stuff. I think I think that was that was a bit bit much because 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 Torre wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it it, it was a lot. Mm. And and if, if the people aren't making the music that you like, then you don't have to listen to it. And uh, I think it's always great to examine where we are as a culture and, and where hip hop is. But I mean, I, I didn't, it's, I don't know. I just didn't like how I felt when I read it. Mm. Interesting. I, I guess we, we, you know, we agree to disagree. I don't think that, um, like, again, I don't think he was dismissing the music. I think he was just critiquing, 
you know, some of the coverage, the coverage and how it, things have changed a bit. I don't yeah. think he... Well, I mean, I think that's what happens when people get, oh, like, KRS one rapid. Like, I think, I, I guess he... I I would like to think KRS one was aware of that. You know what I mean? That he was he was doing that, but people changed. They you the, the, the that song was how old was he when he wrote that? Yeah. What happened in his life to make him change? The guy that's making this, me, 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 me. I was like, yeah, the fuck out. but you know that's you know that's how I read to you. That's how because yeah. that's oh, okay. Look at so the that's guy the that made this song. Getting ready to, it's like all right, buddy. Uh, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. Something to it's something to talk about. You know what I mean? It is. It's. It's. I don't know. I guess I get into the critique of it all. I'm not mad at it. I also think that I don't even say hip hop is for the youth. I say that it's multi generational. This shit. There's like I said. There's stuff for everybody. You know what I mean? Like there's stuff. For, there's stuff for me and you. You know what I mean? Oh, there's yeah. a lot of young shit out there for sure. You know what I mean? Like it's. You know, it's still like a great look. It's a young person's game, I guess, you know, but yeah. it's if we've obviously gotten to the space to where, you know, it is actually fathomable to have a 20 plus year career and still be relevant, which is a big thing. You know, that's something to celebrate in itself. And like, I feel like anything that's going to generate some money here in America, it's going to get commodified, you know, because if you mm-hmm. eat and we right. eat. You know what I mean? That's just the law yeah. of the land. Capitalism is damn near religion here in America. So exactly, and I think that, I think you're absolutely right. I was going to bring up this kid that I saw. He's, I've seen interviews and just kind of been on the periphery of what he's doing. And then one of my buddies sent me a a link to this cat named La Russell. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, doing I, the shows in his backyard. Yeah, I'm like this guy's fucking good. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. If it's you know if if you're if I'm exposed to it and and you can rap it's it's like fine you're good dude I don't I don't I just I just still think there's hope it's it was just maybe evocative of so many things and I wasn't triggered like I was angry but I did look at that I did read that and was like you're you're just kind of attacking another intellectual mm. with your subliminal and you're you're kind of doing the same thing that he's doing. But he might be doing it at a possibly a higher level mm. or a level that you want to be at. Mm-hmm. Where we all fall victim to that. I'm not gonna act like I I don't I don't think of things. Mm-hmm. This converse off my conversations that you and I have, and you're like, well, Chris, I think this, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right, Lemon. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, you know, that's all. Mm. Uh-huh. I didn't think that that part was fair. All right, well, there you go, there you go, there you go. Um, any allusions to off my hating will not be acknowledged on my part. Uh, but yeah, I, you know <laughs> I'm what I mean. Me. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I'm like, all right. But uh, yeah, 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 man. It is what it is. It's it, you know, it's I will, y'all check it out. Check it out. Let us know what you thought about it. I think the fact that it's a you know it's cause for debate is. I mean yeah. that shit is it's impacting. So that's what's up. I, I send it to a few people, and I'm always curious to see how people felt to, about it. Shout out to my homie Nikki P. That's the person that sent it to me. And, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, shit, I think it's time to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. All right. All Sounds right. good. Well, until, uh, well, Chris, tell the people where you're going to be at, as a matter of fact. You got any places? Uh, tomorrow, I will be at what, today? Doing the non- today or tomorrow? Well, you, well, this podcast comes out on Wednesday, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so the Thursday, the 7th, I'll be at um, Just Jake's doing the non-productive comedy show. That's in Montclair. So if you if you live near Montclair, New Jersey, come on out. That'll be a fun show. It's always a good show. Good food there, too. Good chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm there. And then I'll be at Friends and Lovers on the 13th mm-hmm. uh, at 8 o'clock p.m., and uh, fast forward to next month, I'll be at the Boca Black Box in Boca Raton, Florida, doing some shows, headlining some shows, opening and opening for for Tim Meadows, SNL's Tim Meadows, ladies man. Uh, yeah, the lady. I'm opening for the ladies man next yes. month, October twentieth, and probably, I know October twenty first. I'll be there. All right, bat bat bat. I'll be at uh, Stand Up New York on this Saturday. Uh, what is that? The 8 o'clock show. I'll be there. I'll be at the Borgata next month. Uh, nice. I don't know if the link is going up yet. And then I got something cooking for D.C., but that's next year. But it looks like, you know, February. We got some nice shit popping off. Uh, the link will be up pretty soon, and I'll, I'll announce that. And uh, if anything else comes out between now and then, go to DamianLemon.com. I'm trying to keep that updated. You know what I mean? With local and uh, shows, national or whatever, and our shit. Until then, till next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Hello, hello, Thing of it all is to be in the conversation.